Hello, and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Today's episode will be a combination of two of our series, the Young Surveyors Network Edition and Future Focus. We are merging the two for this episode as our guests also intersect both topics. They are both part of the Young Surveyors Network and are helping guide the profession in many positive ways. We'll be talking to Ben and Cameron Lowe, identical twins from the great state of Texas and second-generation surveyors. You will hear about their start in surveying, how education shaped their career choices, and separate yet unique paths that led them back working together for the same firm. My name is Tim Birch, and I currently serve as the vice president of NSPS. I met these two knuckleheads at a young surveyors meeting in Arlington last spring and loved seeing the energy they were bringing to their surveying game and how their passion for the craft is helping guide their careers. Thank you for joining us to hear their story on the Young Surveyors Network Edition slash Future Focus episode of Surveyor Sets. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Surveyor Says, the podcast from NSPS, and my name is Tim Birch, and today we've got a special guest for a different episode. We're going to do a combination of Future Focus and the Young Surveyors Network, uh, two young gentlemen, young surveyors from the great state of Texas, just out of Houston. Uh, we'd like to say welcome to Ben and Cameron Lowe, and gentlemen, I appreciate you making time for us tonight. Uh, it's probably been a long day, and trying to get some things done and uh, taking time out of your evening. I do appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Well, the first question I always try to start out with people, because uh, surveying, we are we are an odd group. Right? Let's, let's, let's just admit it. Our surveyors are, are, are different people. At your young age, why surveying? Why, where, where did you get, a, get the, uh, the, the impression of surveying, and why did you go after it? Well, we're, uh, we're both second-generation surveyors. Our dad's a licensed surveyor. Um, he got licensed back in 93. Uh, Cam and I were born in 90, so he was starting up his business when we were kids. And uh, we watched we watched him do something he loved, and he never really pressured us into surveying. Uh, once we got older, he, he, he told us, you know, once the education requirements change in Texas, hey, there's going to be a huge, huge need for surveyors when y'all get out of high school and into college. Um, you know, y'all do whatever you want. He never, he never pushed it on us. Uh, but watching him do what he loved and, and, you know, the, uh, the appeal of being outdoors and, um, the math involved in surveying was something that, that, uh, kind of drew me in. And, you know, I love, I love the projects and going from a raw piece of land all the way to as built, just watching things get built, you know, everything's built on surveying. That's something I always enjoy about it. Yeah. So, uh, pretty much he's just summarized the main big point for me. I was in the same boat and actually, um, even through my senior year in high school, I, I just assumed, okay, I'll probably, I didn't really know much about surveying or, or engineering. I said, okay, I'll do civil engineering. Ben will do surveying and we'll, we'll go into business together. And, and our father was a small business owner. And as most small business owners back in the, the recession hit in 08, we graduated 2009. So uh, unfortunately it didn't pan out. And obviously in hindsight for the better, we were planning on going to work straight for him and, and go get our basics done at a junior college there in Houston before, 
uh, going off to uh, UT Tyler and Tyler Junior College. We went to the surveying program up there, but um, yeah, it uh, we saw the the good and pros and the cons to owning your own business. And uh, I knew I wanted to do surveying, but it was pretty much during that that recession. I was like, okay, I don't want to be a small business owner, at least not anytime soon. And and one of the other the greatest things, the biggest thing I love about surveying, like you said, the people. They make it great, and we're all we're all we're all cut from different cuts of cloth, and it's it's a constant changing environment. It's fast paced, and just so many broad aspects to it. it. There's, oh, you like being on the water? Okay, you can do hydrography, or you you like being in the woods? I mean, I here's personally don't. Survey. Right, here's a tree survey. Have at it. It's just, <laughs> yeah. and and the one of the big selling points was me was the labor shortage, and here in Texas. Uh, well, the average age in Texas, we have about 2,500 active licensed surveyors in Texas, give or take. And um, the average age is over 60 now. And then the next 10 years, we're expecting to lose half that. And and we're making great strides. And, and the, I'd like to talk later in this about get kids into surveying and the stuff that I'm on. I'm with Texas Young Surveyors and the director. We got we got a lot of stuff planned, but we can get into that here in a little bit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just a few of the few of the things that, that got me into surveying. Well, that's good. That is good because uh, you're right. The uh, the recession of 08, 9, 10 was not a pretty thing, and so yeah, uh, I feel for for your family to have to to put up with that at that time because it was not. Uh, it was definitely not a, a a wonderful time of the of our careers. He's a blessing and a curse because he since has sold a company and he's he said if he had known it would have been this great, he also works at LJA. He said he would, oh nice he would have done it a long time ago. And he's he's still manages in his own office on the east side of Houston at Deer Park. So and I'll get into that here in a bit. Sure, you bet. You bet. Well, I guess and we want to give us a look, give you a chance to give a little shout out to your educational experience. I mean, where, uh, where'd you say you went to school at? So originally, uh, our plan was get our associate's degree at San Jacinto College with our basics here in Houston. It's a community college. And they were going to go to University of Houston for their surveying program. Well, a semester before uh, we finished our associates, we started to apply at University of Houston. And we called the counselors and all that, and they said, "Oh, due to a shortage of students, we we you know got rid of the surveying program last year." Oh, and so we that just threw a huge wrench in uh, in our plans. Well, we we did our research and I found a few colleges, and you know we we read the reviews and and heard from surveyors who went through the Tyler Junior College UT Tyler program, and. I think it was a no-brainer for us. We went up there and met with uh, Patty Williams and Willis Johnson. They're both professors up there. Very, well, very. Willis is now the director of the entire yeah, technology now, department. Yeah, yeah, now he's the director of the technology department. But at the time, they were both the both the uh, professors up there and both licensed. Yeah, both licensed surveyors, and they taught us everything we need to know about survey i mean I, at a fundamental level. Yeah, a fundamental yeah. level, and it was real hands-on. We'd go to we'd go to class. We learn about, you know, pacing, running uh, levels, and we go to lab the next period and go around the campus running level loops or tying benchmarks, traversing around. It was super hands-on. They taught us. They even taught us how to take solar shots. Well, and and the big <laughs> kicker, and we didn't. We were none the wiser. We were pretty. We were still pretty green. Like I said, we didn't get to go work for our father's company. And at this time, he still owned his company, but 
biggest kicker was there was no data collectors, but we were none the wiser. We just, we were, they make you book everything, HB 35, like you use on the SIT, you run your Travis through that. Nice. And I, I cannot, extremely, extremely blessed to have gone to such a great program. And there's, I think they, I went up there for their freshman orientation uh, back in the fall and I, that room was packed full, probably had about 30 to 40 kids. Yeah. And he mentioned U of H is, they canceled the program. They're starting one back up here soon. Actually. Oh, well, good. That is good to hear. Yeah. That is good to hear. Yeah. Uh, yeah it sounded like, sounded like a, a good twist of fate for you guys to end up there. Yeah. The, uh, Willis and Patty have a great program up there. A uh, couple of just quality people too. So, um, yep. And, uh, yeah, well, they, they turned you guys out. So that, uh, that, that says something to the quality of how they, how they are. Wait, is that good or bad? <laughs> yeah, they, they hey, got rid of us as soon it's as a little possible. bit of both <laughs> little bit so, of both. yeah they they kicked us out to the workforce pretty quick so i don't know if that was a good or bad thing hey and for those those at home listening or on your podcast just so you know just to keep everything track um because they are brothers ben is on the left cam is on the right so just keep that in mind when you're hearing all these answers just so you want to keep track of where they're at wait this is audio <laughs> never mind that's <laughs> That was my next question. I was like, wait. I didn't know you were taking this video. No, <laughs> no, no. Not at all. Not at all. Um, I guess let, let's talk about your, your both of your roles at, um, at at your company. Let's give your company a little shout out because they, uh, if nothing else, um, what I do appreciate about who you're working for, they're affording you the, the opportunity to do all of the extracurriculars you're doing. So please take some time to give them a shout out as well. Absolutely. So um, we actually hadn't even graduated yet. And and so oh, let me back up and, and preference this. So LJA Engineering, uh, they're one of the largest land development. So they're one of the largest civil engineering firms that's employee owned in, in the state of Texas. And they were one of uh, our father's clients he used to subcontract work to and and long story short they they liked his work and and towards the end of the recession they offered to hey we'd like to acquire you and and give you a little bit of capital investment and then you just keep you got you got clients you just keep rocking and rolling and so that was kind of our so he obviously told them about us and and what spoke volumes to me and back in 2014 when we were getting ready to graduate it was company was about 350 employees then and uh the president of the entire company, Calvin Ladner, told uh, told our father, he's like, don't let them interview with anybody else. I want to have lunch with them. Like the president. Nice. And, and I just, it, that just spoke volumes to me. And so we had a, we had a kind of informal little lunch and the, the, uh, Jeremy Russell, who's the director of surveying, our father and, and Calvin were there. We had lunch across the street from the, the office and the first thing I'm of course I'm intimidated this is we did actually interview with another company before then but this is like uh, just uh, kind of intimidated and Calvin just walks up super cool guy super approachable and he just comes up first thing he does he lays down some packets he goes I got some LJA propaganda here for you I was like oh boy what do we have in store here started flipping through it and long story short we uh, we accepted the offer and and they put us to work before we we graduated at the end of summer and they put us to work right before we graduated and it's it's been an incredible ride there we're an employee-owned company 
if dig dig it she we take pride in our work and our biggest competitor was lja last year and we're just like all right let's beat it let's go let's keep it and and they're so transparent with how we're doing financially because we're all have a stake in the company and it's 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 an incredible company and they're the and our boss uh our West Houston survey manager, and she's actually not the survey manager, she's actually vice president now, Heather Sides. She's actively involved in TSPS and she's pushed us to get involved at the local level with Texas Young Surveyors. And then she's pushed me to go for the director of Texas Young Surveyors, which gave me that plug into NSPS. And she's so supportive and, and she recognizes the importance on what we're doing to try to spread awareness and trying to rally the forces of the youth in the surveying profession and, and recruit more to, you know, it's, it's, it's much needed. And there's so many naysayers and people who's like, Oh, just deregulate it. You're never going to get enough people. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Let's, it's a terrible attitude. And I'm here to prove we're, we're all here to prove otherwise. Like exactly. We're the next, we're the next generation. And to have a company that supports you as a young professional, like, I, I can't really, it's crucial. I can't really even put into words how thankful I am for that. That's good. That's good. Well, I guess let's roll then with that support. Can we roll right into the Texas Young Surveyors and what, I guess, what has being involved in that organization, what is that, how has that opened your eyes to different opportunities, different situations within the surveying community? So Ben and I have, we've been in Texas Young Surveyors since we um, since we joined TSPS, when we uh, came on board as survey techs and got our SITs and stuff like that, and uh, I was the East Region Coordinator Officer in for about six months, and Anna Rios, which I know you know her, she uh, she's been pretty actively involved at the national level, and she came to me. I remember a convention of twenty. 18 we were on Galveston we're at the, the young surveyor social social and we were having a good time tons of surveyors uh just we're just having a good time you know how that is and, mm -hmm. and we share that common I don't I don't even know what the word is camaraderie yeah there we go so anyways she she said hey how do you uh I'm kind of trying to transition out of the director role what do you think do you want it and of course like yes and no and of course I Personally, I don't, and I can't speak for everybody, but I was a little intimidated by that. I was like, um, I'll have to give it some thought. I was like, I wanted to, but I was, I kind of, kind of get a little intimidated by it. And I'm so glad that I, Heather pushed me to do it. Some other people pushed me to do it. And this last year, I've been a director for a little over a year now, and it's just helped me grow so much as a, as a young professional. And it's, it's, I've met so many great young surveyors, and especially all across the country through NSPS now. And we're really, I have a, I have an officer with me, Jose Pedraza. He's, he's now in my old position as East Region Coordinator. And uh, that dude's an animal. He's, 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 he's going for his PE. He just, he just recently got his RPLS. So shout out to Jose. Mm -hmm. uh, the dude, he's getting his MBA. He's just, he's a champion, man. And it, he's been, while I'm trying to see big picture stuff, man, he's just such a hard worker and makes my job so much easier. And, and, and Ben's heavily involved. He's been to some of the NSPS meetings with me. He's been to some of the young surveyor events and, and he knows quite a few young surveyors as well. And 
this this year we got some really exciting stuff actually on the on february 7th at the george r brown convention center here in downtown houston we're anticipating we're having it's a career fair hispanic heritage career fair i believe uh and there's over six thousand students expected to come through there and wow I, I just met with do you, you know dr davy edwards at texas a corpus christi and yep I met with him and Brian Gillis and some of their other Heather Zavesky, some of their other students and, and workers, and they're going to let us, they're going to actually bring, they're going to drive up from Corpus Christi, a four hour drive, give or take, and, and bring their 3D augmented reality sandbox because we have funds from last year and nice. we want to build one our own, but we want to see kind of how to do it. And and we got industry guys from AGS, Geomatics, you're going to bring uh, uh Tremble robotics like the scanners scanners we're just we're gonna we're gonna attract those kids with all that technology that's good and a lot of a lot of surveyors are saying expressing interest say hey i'll see you saturday we're, we're gonna swing by so we're hoping to get a huge outreach and we got some tsps handouts and, and to get kids in a, a surveying initiative we got a lot of plans for that so Good. Sorry, a little long-winded. <laughs> no, no. That well, I guess that was going to be a part of my question uh, going forward. And yes, like I said earlier, we're kind of a surveyors are kind of an odd bunch, and we're, we're for the most part we are kind of closed off. So for a young surveyor to come in and not be intimidated by this group of older uh, practitioners, it's tough. It is tough, and. I guess that's one reason that I, I've, you know, watching watching the two of you and a few of your contemporaries, just basically come in and and not just kick the door in and say, hey, we're here, we're going to take over. It's, hey, we're here, we want to learn from you, and uh, I guess that's the part that I I'll appreciate. Take over. Yeah, and then and then take over. Yes. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah, exactly. Working together, and as long as we can work together, and. Because I, I know talking to any, I don't pref, I don't like to say older surveyors. I prefer the term seasoned. Seasoned. There you go. I don't want to I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but they're just a wealth of knowledge. Uh, because there's there is a difference from the old school surveyors to the surveyors now, especially in the field. The party chiefs aren't aren't the same as the party chiefs from the 80s and like pre GPS and all that. So there's such a wealth of knowledge that can be passed down to uh, the younger surveyors that can only help them become better surveyors as they, you know, live out their career because technology is constantly changing. I know one of the things my father said was, you know, the, the, the big GPS hurdle, you know, I, I, I jumped into the GPS uh, technology and now they're doing, they've been doing laser scanning for years now and there's uh, now the drones is a huge thing so that the technology is going to keep keep you know accelerating and i think the younger generation is more uh, apt to accept that and and run with it but we can't forget where surveying came from and and past procedures and stuff and that's that's a huge wealth of knowledge and working together with the uh, seasoned surveyors is invaluable Oh, exactly. And that's and that's what uh, we've got to keep pressing from both sides is that it's yes, there there are some experience issues that we can we can pass down to the younger generation. But in reverse, the younger generation can teach a seasoned guys and gals so much because you are you are mastering uh, the cell phone technology, the, the, the remote sensing, all of that stuff. 
uh, it's a two-way street. And I think that's unfortunately for your generation, a bigger hurdle coming back is, is earning the respect from the, the seasoned generation that sure, yeah, there's, there's something to learn about uh, retracing a boundary, retracing uh, uh, PLSS uh, section, what have you. Uh, but you're going to teach us how to how to run that uh, that robot. You're going to teach us how to run that GPS, the scanner, the UAV, uh, and make us more efficient. So uh, that's what the the surveying community has really just got. We've got to embrace each other. And, and Tim, to kind of uh, stair step on what you said, earning the respect of our older uh, peers, it's, um, it's something I've, I've I've learned quite a bit. I've learned when to listen and when to talk. And, and that's just, that's comes, that just comes with being a young professional and you, and that's how I, I'm, I'm so, it frustrates me when young professionals, uh, feel like they, it's embarrassing to be wrong. They feel like they have to just keep up with some status quo of, Hey, I should be smart. I should be proving to people how smart I am. And that's just a recipe for, for disaster. And the biggest thing you can do to earn respect from people is if you mess up own it and and there's young surveyors who don't do that there's older surveyors who don't do that but one of the biggest things i've learned with learning respect is you know work hard like like put your nose down work hard persevere just there's no substitute for hard work and that's the best way you're going to earn respect not talking to people and trying to let them know how smart you are or your background or anything just work and be it just be a good person. Just be nice to people. Be enjoyable to be around because I can't tell you how critical that is to having a positive work environment and, and a team building atmosphere. You're not going to get anywhere without that. So. No, you've uh, wise words to live by. Yes. Know when to, know when to talk and know when to listen. That, that's that. I like that. I'm, I'm, I've, le- I've learned the hard way. Oh, well, <laughs> Trust me. yes. And uh, everyone has. <laughs> well, and unfortunately, there's still some seasoned seasoned veterans that uh, need to do the same things at times. Uh, I guess being from the younger generation, because uh, I usually ask this question uh, to, to different age groups, what's your favorite surveying task? Um, so when we got hired on at LJA, uh, they wanted to hire us as survey techs, go straight in the office. We told them, no, we want to start out as Rodman. Uh, now, granted, they were paying us you know, for our college degree and all that. So we were, we were salary starting out and all that, but we worked our way up from Iman or from Rodman to Iman. Uh, Cam passed his SIT FS exam before I did. So he trans- transitioned to the office before I did. I eventually worked my way up to party chief and party chief for about two years before coming into the office of July. Yeah. July of last year. One of my favorite tasks was just, was just looking for boundary. And, and going off the old deed and what was called and, and trying to retrace the footsteps of the old surveyors. And, you know, when you dig two feet down and you find that iron pipe or that, that axle or whatever you're looking for, it's super rewarding. And it's always nice, you know, just to think, hey, there, you know, maybe a hundred years ago, there was a survey crew party that was right here setting this in the ground and Look, and you we can still see their pile of cigarettes. Yeah, you still see their pile of cigarettes <laughs> over there. And, you know, and it's always nice when, when other surveyors come through and, you know, they leave the flagging and all sorts of stuff to help you out. But 
I love retracing boundaries, finding boundary. A close second, though, I was spoiled a little bit. I, I worked for three months on a natural gas lineup near Fort Worth in Cleburne, Texas. I was doing construction and as-builts uh, for energy transfer company, and that was very easy and very lucrative work. So I really like that. But <laughs> there I think is. You really had to pay attention you, to you, Yeah, you really did have to very pay attention to the plans and – and to make sure, you know, that those welders will just cut a weld and not even tell you. And then I'm having to track down a tiny, you know, 10 foot piece of pipe and find sure. out where it went it's like two miles away. And it's just a nightmare. But uh, I, I really enjoyed that experience of getting to work out of town, run my crew and, uh, and, and do the whole pipeline as built. That was pretty fun. So uh, it's been kind of alluded to, he's, he, which I'm very jealous of. I, I don't regret the pathway I've taken and, and, moving into the office before he did because I've, I've since gone on and got my professional license in Texas and a couple other states, but I didn't get to do that party chief task. And so I feel like I probably would have picked that, but I've been working in the office longer than I've been in the field. Now I've been with LJ for five and a half years. Yeah. And so uh, probably about four of those years have been in the office. And my favorite task I've grown to love is, land title surveys or, or alta surveys. I don't like the alta surveys where it's like, oh, you got a restaurant and parking lot. I'm like, ah, there's too much stuff going on. I like that raw piece of land that hasn't been developed yet that I'm like, what are we going to uncover? What are we get, What are the field crews going to find? Yep. What, what encumbrances is in the title commitment and what might've got left out of the title commitment? And I, I just, I love how for each project you take on, it's, it's just unique. It's different from the last track you worked on. I love the research aspect. Now, some tracks that just you hit dead end after dead end <laughs> after dead end. I don't love the research aspect. It, it makes me rethink my uh, career choice. Not really, but uh, I love the rich history and, and that's tied to each track of land. And some tracks are easy uh, as pie and some are very complex and, and make you question your sanity. <laughs> but uh, I love for me now that I've got my professional seal and I, I, I swore an oath to protect the, uh, the interests of the public of the people of the greatest state in America, Texas, <laughs> Texas. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I love when I apply my, my seal and I sign and I have my certification language in there. Uh, I love the feeling of knowing I have literally exhausted all effort. I I've, I've tracked down everything that I can possibly find. And I'm willing to go to court to protect. I'm willing to go to court and defend the survey if I have to. Sure. And that's one thing I was taught. It's like this: you are liable. And 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 one thing that my my mindset of I'm sh I've sent stuff out the door that I get back later. I'll go. What? How did I miss that? Everyone's done it. But Everybody's done it. it. The small things. It it you know it doesn't matter. But I one of the big things I always try to tell people is like, hey, at the end of the day, some of those 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 projects that give you a uh, gray hairs or whatever, you kind of have to say, well, at this point, prove me wrong. I've got the best available evidence. And if one of my colleagues from another company comes behind me and says, hey, dude, I found this monument you didn't find, or hey, I found this document you didn't find. I, th I think you got an issue. Be receptive to that. That's that's a professional courtesy. And be willing to accept that, okay, to the best of my ability, I've signed this, and I'm willing to defend it. Prove me wrong. And hey, if you do, tip my hat to you. Thank you. That, that I've learned something. Well, that goes that goes back to what you said earlier about own it, right, wrong, or otherwise. Whatever you do, own it, and you're right. Yeah. There there are times when 
you you do you exhaust what you think is everything possible to to go retrace that survey and somebody whether it's luck or skill or whatever finds one or two other pieces that it doesn't necessarily blow your survey out of the water but it does do it it uh, does change your mind on what the what the results are so true, yep true definitely definitely own it um i tell you what i time has actually flown but i so i but i don't want to wrap this up quite yet uh considering where you are this still early in your career what would you uh what would you give us a piece of advice to to students or even surveyors just getting into the business now what have you learned that you would like to pass on as one good piece of, of advice i would say um plan ahead especially if you're going to want to get your license as an education requirement uh plan ahead do your homework on on what school you want to go to um make sure you know what path you want to take so you're getting there from point A to point B as quick as possible. Um, and I can't stress enough, you know, if, if you do go to college and, and you wanna become a professional licensed surveyor and they offer you that job starting out in the office, I strongly, strongly encourage you, try to spend at least a year in the field. Um, maybe a hybrid. Something. Yeah, so, something that gives you, you know, there's some smaller companies that, hey, you might be doing your field work and processing your field work. That's invaluable. But if, if you're working at a company where it's just, hey, choose one, I highly recommend spending some time in the field, learning the process of, of collecting data and, and searching for boundary, looking for evidence, because it's only going to make you a better surveyor. You know, I came in the office back in July. And every project manager in there, you know, it's it's almost once a day. Hey, can you come help me with the budget? Tell me how long you think this would take. Mm -hmm. and tell me how long you think this topo would take or this boundary or how long to chop this much line and yada, yada, yada. Uh, but it's I can already tell it's paying off because whenever I whenever I do get my license and become a project manager like Cam, you know, it's it's going to be invaluable knowledge to to have that experience in the field to to only make me a better surveyor so that that's my biggest advice spend some time in the field uh your respect for the field crews will will go up i guarantee it because yeah you, you have your easy days and you have your hard days you have your days where you're in waist deep water you're getting chased by water moccasins <laughs> <laughs> um, that especially down here in Southeast Texas, yeah, I've, yes. I've been chased by quite a few water moccasins. Never been bit. I've been struck at. But anyways, <laughs> you have those days that make you second guess why am I out here? But then it's so rewarding when you find that property corner, you find that cotton spindle, whatever you're looking for. It's very rewarding, and I, I wouldn't trade spending five years in the field and two of those years being a party chief for anything because it's it's definitely paying off for me now very nice yeah i would uh, i would say that's the one thing i'm, I'm very jealous of I've been uh, proud of him he made a he was one of our top top party chiefs all the project managers say hey they went to chief of cruise daryl not all of them but a lot of them be like hey who's working on my who's working on my project and like, ben is like sweet okay they had no no they didn't have to worry they just said okay we're gonna get some good good field work and then he moved into the office and said, "What?" And they all said, "What was I thinking?" <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, uh, a piece of advice uh, for young surveyors: you know, we had the term out there, "Own it." Uh, I just want to challenge them: do it. 
uh, I've never met, and, and I'll put this in quotes, a true surveyor who didn't like their profession. It's, it's one of the biggest things I've noticed going to the TSPS conventions, board meetings, the NSPS working weeks. It's like you said, it, we're an interesting group of people come from all different backgrounds, all, all different walks of life. But we're always the most fun group of people at the conference. <laughs> like we're always the most rambunctious. Yes, we are. Fun. There's lots of laughs. And, and that's just they that kind of stuff has made me an NSPS and TSPS member for the rest of my life. Like it's just it's something you can't explain. You just got to do it. And, and, and don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, work is work. But for me, most days, it doesn't feel like work because I love what I do. And and kind of as of yesterday, we lost Kobe Bryant. And he's just I didn't really truly understand that Mamba mentality everyone was hyped about. And I started reading up on some of that stuff. And it was so inspiring. He's like, no one's going to be the hardest worker in the room. It's you like you can't rely. Just get in there. Do it. There's no substitute for hard work. And do not waste your time listening to the naysayers. They're going to try to bring you down. Uh, and he, his quote, he says, I have no time for lazy people who just hate on other people's success due to the lack of their own. He's like, hustle and work hard. And I saw that, and that really hit home yesterday over this weekend. And it's, I, I think it's my new professional and life motto. Just do it. Just go, go for it. Chase your dreams. Do it. I promise you. If, if any aspect of surveying on the surface interests you and you're like, well, that's cool. I like technology or that's cool. I like history or I like literature or whatever it is. I promise you, you're going to love surveying. And word on the street is the younger generation. They're pretty uh, highly sought after. So the supply and demand thing, that's yeah. uh, I'm learning real quick that that's a real thing. <laughs> so yes, it is. That's going to uh, definitely work yeah, in your favor. I would summarize it. So. Well, there you have it. There's, uh, I, I can say this because I'm a seasoned surveyor that uh, out of mouths of babes, that uh, th there's some good advice. And uh, for for those that, that are listening, that that are that are just getting started. I mean, that's that, that's the way it is. I mean, they, this is uh, this isn't a a profession for everyone, and uh, it it is for for those who like a like a challenge. And these guys. Like I said, I've been following them for a while. Uh, they do like a challenge, and they don't back away from much, uh, from what I've seen. So uh, I want to, you know what? I'm going to leave it with one more thing. What's the top of what would be the top thing on your serving bucket list? Go ahead, Ben. I would love to survey in Alaska, and I've I've followed a couple guys on social media. I can't remember their names, but they did like. I think it was a couple of weeks or several months of surveying in the wilderness of Alaska where they have to camp everything in or they have to haul everything in. They set up camp and it's just like the old surveyors, you know, the old survey parties back in the day when they started rolling west, uh, they had to roll like 12 people deep. They all had guns. They all because the, <laughs> the Indian that would see the survey wagon roll in knew once that survey wagon rolls in they're going to start building stuff we're going to lose our land and so they would yeah anyways the, the <laughs> appeal of of being out in the wilderness camping waking up surveying eating surveying 
mapping, of course, under a shade tree, uh, and then and then surveying some more is I would love to do that. Go to go to Alaska for a few weeks and like work for someone or whatever, and and just get out in the wilderness because I love the outdoors. I'm a huge hunter and have have hunted my whole life and, and enjoyed the outdoors and, and God's creation. It's just it's just awesome. That's my favorite part about the job is the outdoors, hands down. And Cam. So, uh, I go figure we're twins similar. I think one of the most appealing aspects of surveying and currently in my, in my role, I don't get to go to the field except for site visits on occasion, stuff like that. But, you know, Houston isn't the prettiest place to, uh, to survey. Uh, but I'd love to go to like Northern California to Yosemite or, or the Redwood forest or, I don't even want to just limit myself to just one place. There's just, it's really cool on social media, like the Instagram with uh, survey life and some others. It's, I get to see posts that they repost from people in Russia, people in Europe, people in South America. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? Surveying, surveying, it's needed everywhere. I would love I know they had the thing for traveling nurses. I would love to be a traveling surveyor one day and just go survey in different countries, embrace the culture, embrace their challenges and, and, and do it. That's, that's my bucket list. One day I, I, I've told myself I'm going to do it. And the other place I'd like to go currently in America, and this is shout out to a, a beautiful friend of mine, a lady land surveyor, Farah over in uh, Arizona. I wouldn't mind uh, surveying in her neck of the woods because uh, she's very smart and, and She's she's awesome, and I love what she's doing out there in Arizona. So, shout out to Farah. Very good. Well, very good. Well, there you have it. It's part of our future focus and part of our Young Surveyors Network. Uh, I got to be honest with you. If we can get more uh, youthful minds like this, our survey world can be brighter. Uh, but the challenge is out there, and there. I think these boys are actually throwing down the gauntlet for for those that want to uh, want to succeed. So. Well, gentlemen, this I do appreciate it. To the other states, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, go ahead, this go ahead. Challenge to the other states. Come on, Texas, these Texas boys, we're not backing down. I wanna, I wanna see Eric up in New Hampshire and and some of the other Allison up in Wisconsin. Hey, Allison, give her a hard time about that. <laughs> yeah, they give us the hard time with our accent. This is a challenge. Come on, guys, let's go. Like we're we're literally the authors of the future of our profession. Yep. Let's make it great. Let's let's go. You bet. Well, I tell you another group that's that's uh, I think are up and comers. Just just to give them a shout out is the Nevada Young Surveyors. They're they're stepping up their Nick game and, as well. Uh, Sarah, Nick and Sarah out there. Yeah, yep. they're awesome. She's pretty awesome. She rides a dirt she rides a dirt bike and goes surveying like all the yep. time. I'm like, I wish my office had the insurance to give us dirt bikes because that would have been really cool. <laughs> but let's be honest, they know us. Yeah, yeah. that's a huge liability. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we'd be jumping off the dirt pile and all sorts of stuff. Well, there you have it. There's the youthful side of surveyors these days. Uh, but uh, gentlemen, I do appreciate your time and uh, everything you've put into the to the profession so far. And uh, we do definitely look forward to uh, more interaction and more stuff. And uh, any last shout outs to anybody? Uh, like I said, I, I do appreciate uh, your employer letting you letting you do all the all the fun things you've been able to do with uh, with the various groups. I could go on and on shouting out so many people, um, but I'd probably just 
shout out to our mom for having to put up with us all these years. <laughs> She's currently in vacation over in South Africa, so I don't really feel sorry for her. But I don't know, yeah, I don't know if we ever like disclose this, but Cam and I are identical twin brothers. So yeah, they uh, they had to put up with a lot. So uh, I want to give a shout out to my dad for inspiring us to be the best surveyors we can be. My college professors, uh, Willis and Patty, um, taught me a lot. Uh, and, and Heather Sides, as well as a couple other guys at work who are good mentors to me. Uh, we've got like seven RPL, seven, six now, six no, RPLSs doing. just in our office alone. And it's, it's, it's so nice to have that to look up to. And um, LJA serving phenomenal company. And, you know, they've been very good to my brother and I. So. Oh, very uh, good. Very blessed. Very blessed in this uh, profession. Well, we see you. Uh, ah, that was a stupid question. See you in August, or in April, right? Oh yes, we'll be we'll be there, uh, Arlington, for our spring meetings. Day on the hill. Um, actually, um, I've put it out there, just kind of a, a, a foreshadowing, that I'd like to do a roundtable podcast uh, with the young surveyors uh, during one of the sessions. Uh, just do a half hour of something. So. Let's Sounds see what like we plan. can let's see what we can put together. There you have it, the 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 Low Brothers from outside of Houston, Texas. Uh, ben and Cam, for those keeping Ben's on the left, Cam's on the right. I'm <laughs> and over so, here. I'm over here. <laughs> so uh, we will definitely be talking to you again in the future and uh, watching your progress. But in the meantime, thank you for all you're doing, and uh, we look forward to to uh, following your exploits. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for having Thanks. us. You've been listening to our mashup episode of the Young Surveyors Network Edition and Future Focus, featuring our guests Ben and Cam Lowe, here on the NSPS podcast, Surveyor Says. Remember those names as you will be hearing much more about them as their careers progress. We have several great episodes on tap in the coming weeks, including an interview with incoming NSPS President Mark Sargent, a discussion about workforce development, and more Young Surveyor conversations. We will also have more Table A Talk with Kurt and Gary, as well as a series of episodes discussing the talking points for the upcoming NSPS Lobby Day on Capitol Hill. So, remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. Also, watch our website, nsps.us.com, for information on future episodes and news about our upcoming prize giveaways celebrating our incredible climb in podcast downloads and social media followers. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.